I don't know why I thought I should try and do a countdown. I don't. Well, no. Like, yeah. I really don't know. I, I'm kind of stupid. Welcome, everybody, to Subtle Interference. I'm your one of your hosts, Bob. He was going to cut you out of that, man. Uh, if he's going to do all the work, I can let him have the host credential. <laughs> I'm Alex. Joining us today, special guest. <laughs> Eric, introduce yourself. No, you introduce me. I just say hi. Everyone, welcome, Erica, to, to the show. What's up? Special guest. <laughs> okay, so there it's is... It's funny because I'm on every episode. <laughs> just in case there's someone out there that didn't No, no, joke. to be fair, you weren't on one. That's fair. Actually, I wasn't on a couple. And you've also quit the challenge. It's so, not that I've quit the challenge. Oh no, you've quit. Let's let's be realistic. <laughs> it's just like you're not all in. Anywho, we're gonna get mix the in. fuck out of my house. There's a lot of wrestling to talk about. Uh, there's too much wrestling to talk about. That's there's that's no such thing. So we're gonna talk about some of it and then come back to it because there's so much. And I know if we talk about it all at once, Bob's going to kill himself. I feel like there's things that Bob has opinions on. I mean, I have opinions on lots oh. of things. No, I mean, in regards to the wrestling stuff that we'll be talking about. It's not all, you know, ooh, this match, this match. It's more the greater. So, oh, well, whatever. We'll just see how the natural conversation well, goes. Why don't we start with what I would say is the big news of recent times. Facebook and Cambridge Analyta. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Daniel Bryan. No, 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 no. Okay. We'll come back. We're going to... There we go. We're going to get it in. Don't worry. No, we need to talk about how we're living in a future dystopia. <laughs> do you do you want to explain what happened or shall I? Uh, or shall we let Bob explain? I mean, I know what happened. It's whoever wants to explain it. I'll explain it. Okay. Since no go. one else wants to take the initiative. Get in there, Bob. Well, I didn't roll. So that was a D&D joke. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to have to go find some uh Slide whistle noises or something. <laughs> no, the only thing you need is the Price is Right losing horn. <laughs> That's all you need. Um, so it was what almost a week ago now. Um, you know, it came out that feels like eons. This firm that did a lot of work for the Trump campaign um, had been scraping data. Uh, during uh, ad campaigns on Facebook, um, which was against Facebook's terms of use, um, and that they used this data to like micro-target people with very, very specific ads. Um, Dummies on the internet. Well, I think what actually happened from what I read about it is that this firm, Cambridge Analyta, was founded by the Mercers, right? Well, the Mercers funded or heavily it. funded. The Mercers and Steve Bannon. Well, he was the vice president in the firm. But he's got he's funding it as well. He's got a fuck ton of money. So they found some Russian American was how it was described. I don't know if that means he has dual citizenship or what. That wrote a quiz that showed up on Facebook. And if you took the quiz, you would essentially were giving them not only the information in the quiz, but the, the, any raw data that they could glean from your profile. Right. But Scraping. at the same time, there was a glitch in the API that I think they knew about. So anyone who took the quiz 
anyone that was on their friends list would also have all their raw data taken. They were able to scrape a ton of So only like 237,000 people took the quiz. And they got But like, from all the friends lists, they got like 50 million people's worth of data and then they used that to target ads. Yeah, and the whole thing is don't take quizzes on Facebook. Well, I mean, there's a broader theme here that is you shouldn't put anything up on the internet that you don't want other people to know and even then it doesn't matter because it can be stolen from somewhere else. I would say else. it's also impossible. Everyone has all of your data already. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We are living in the William Gibson future dystopia. That's that's all it is. Your shit is all out there. Everybody knows everything. Everything's fucked. The only thing you can do really is nothing. Is you know, you can you can do you can try to avoid um giving them pattern data. Like stuff like your social security number, your history, that's there's no It is compromised. Yeah, there's there's nothing you can do. Some Russian hacker with, lots of Russian with, hackers with have that, it. What was it at the Equifax breach? It's they've got it all, guys. They've got it all. Yeah. It, it it's gone, it's out there, whatever. But you can avoid giving people um repetitive data, historical data, um, that tells that can, you know, make it predictive for what you're gonna do next. You also just shouldn't believe a lot of what you read on the internet, especially on Facebook. Yeah, well, I, I think those are two separate issues. I mean, because there's the there's the fake news and the the um, all this this clickbaity stuff and the stuff that would you know that the data that Cambridge Isn't that the kind of shit that they were like targeting people with though. Well, well they- yeah. They were so, targeting ads to right. people that they believed would be susceptible to right. So it is tied influence. In. Shabams. Either by getting someone to go vote who they would want to vote, or mm-hmm. trying to discourage people from voting. Right. It, it well, was... they did a very good job of that in mm-hmm. the last election. Okay. You can't argue with the results. Right. There's no point in arguing. <laughs> it's all over. But I, I think you know it's it's. It's interesting to see how people are reacting to it. Um, there's the delete Facebook movement, which um, I've been arguing that for like five years, but it's whatever. I mean, I deleted my Facebook last year for unrelated reasons, but uh, it kind of related. You were sick of seeing all the bullshit on there, weren't you? I was, I w- it wasn't. I thought it was the toxic environment that you were like, "Fuck this." I, I was, I was annoyed at getting into fights with people I know aren't bad people, purely because we can't just sit down and have a conversation. You're, you're fighting over the internet. How do you know they're good people, though? Because I know them. But, but is Bob a good person? Probably not. Mm, damn. It- I mean, Facebook is, I've called it a cancer on our society, and I, I stand by that. It, there, it, you know, I, I thought for a long time that Facebook was a nice way to stay in touch with family, particularly someone like me who, you know, most of my family lives 700 miles or further away. Um, all my friends that, you know, I went to college with, they live all over the country. Uh, 
But what I've come to realize is really all you get is you can you can see pictures, you can see where they've been. But you weren't actually staying in touch with anybody. No, because and go and talk to that person, you know, after a few years, and you might as well not have even seen the pictures. Like you don't know how they developed as a person. You don't. No, it's know almost always being them. disappointed. Like, oh, you're garbage now. That's unfortunate. I would have rather not known that. So it's. It, have you had that happen a lot? Not particularly. Most. No, she just thinks most of the people I know back in Pennsylvania are. That's not garbage. what I was saying. <laughs> no, what I was going to say was, um, I lost my train of thought now. No, like after high school, I like, I have my little crew of friends and I mean, that's, I, you know, go through, uh, Facebook pretty often now and you just kind of cull the herd, you know, it's like, I don't care about you. You don't care about me. Why are we... Well, Why the, are we engaging in the charade? There, you, there is a limited number of people who you can maintain relationships with at a high level. You know, you can you can maintain business relations. You can maintain a lot of business relationships. Oh, business relationships completely completely different. different. But in terms of personal relations, there's only ten a finite, tops. Yeah, if that. Um. So it's really hard to, you know, you grow you, you do different things. You have different interests. You can't keep that in touch with that many people but when the bombs fall and the bombs are going to fall we're all the people who survive are going to look back and when we all thought the internet was going to be this great all this age of new enlightenment no horrible horrible idea top to bottom (laughs) just bred idiocy and spread idiocy like whoa like wildfire how about we talk about a positive topic a happy thought Hulk Hogan coming back to WWE? No. <laughs> Your boy, My boy, Daniel Bryan, got cleared. I was so excited. Cleared Alex. to wrestle in WWE. Can you believe it? I legitimately can't. No. I was genuinely surprised. Well, and this is all purely because WWE doesn't want him going back to the Indies and causing competition. That's my thought. Uh, maybe... I'm, you know, the cynic in me, of course, comes to that thought, and the fact that his contract runs out in like five or six months. You know, these are the things you have to think about when you're dealing with a garbage company like WWE. Sure. Yes, but you know, it seems like in this specific case, and even if the reason is because they don't want to open themselves up to lawsuits. They have gone out of their way to try to keep this guy healthy based on the information available to them. Mm-hmm. And even if their reasons are monetary, they've still probably done the right things. So, you know, he's gone to them for a couple months. He went to, uh, I forget, is it Maroon? It's Who's Maroon. their head of... It's a horrible doctor's name, but yes, yeah. Maroon. He's the head of their, um, that division, what would you call it? Their, the doctors. Yeah. I can't. I'm now there, had, I did read something online, and again, take it with a grain of salt. But that some of the doctors they were consulting with do have some ties with like the NFL and are a little lax on concussions and shit. But the, what I was reading was that really only one of the doctors is like actually well respected, and even that doctor has some kind of ties. Has some ties, right? But I mean, it's 
I will there's also, no hard evidence against any of them. No, 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 no. I will also say, though, you take, what, it's been two years, hasn't it? At least. It's been a while. You let your body actually, like, heal, you know? And I heard he's not going to be, he's going to be working like the Randy Orton schedule. Possibly. We don't know. I've heard some things. Meltzer said, uh, Dave Meltzer, who no matter what you read on the internet, is should be very well respected for what he reports. I read so much dumb shit. Like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I saw JBL on Twitter the other day. Like, sit down. We fed him false information. Shut the fuck up, JBL. Like, maybe you <laughs> did, sweet pea, but you're right. Uh, so he, he reported... That apparently after every match until they're confident that he's healthy, they're going to give him another concussion test. test. Yeah, an impact test. So they're going to get a new baseline and test off that baseline and see where he's at. and Monitor him. Make sure that, like, nothing... And hopefully he's not going to be jumping out of the ring through the middle of ropes or anything. Well, he has said that if he did get back in the ring, he would have to change his style. But then you he saw also him. Said that the last time he got injured, and then right. he was still jumping around. Well, you saw him doing the the drop kicks and like falling on his head on Tuesday yeah. night. Although, but that like I yeah that speech at the beginning. Oh, the speech was awesome. Oh, crying like crying like a child. It's, it's you know what's really fight for your dreams, Erica. What's really and refreshing? They'll fight for you. What's really refreshing is to see somebody who has so much passion. And isn't afraid to just, yeah, you know what? I'm going to talk about my wife, and I'm going to get a little choked up. Fuck you, I'm Daniel Bryan. I'll kick your ass if you have a problem with it. Yeah, no, it was a great speech. It was just as great as the, you know, now not retirement speech. Oh, He's a great talker. speech was fucking rough. That's, <laughs> That's well, a that, rough sit. That retirement speech is arguably the greatest non-wrestling segment they've ever done in WWE. Well, because they just let him go. Which yeah. I which I appreciated. They were like, you, you got the last like twenty minutes. The the best stuff ahead. is always real, oh, or yeah. it feels real. And obviously, this is real, and him coming back is real. But that's the most important thing is that it feels real. Mm-hmm. And this is all goes to all wrestling. When it feels so fake, it's like it's painful. Like the shit with Roman Reigns with the oh he's getting arrested. Mm, okay. By the way, did you see he took all those bumps and handcuffs? He fucked his wrists. His up hands like, and whoa, wrists man. were messed up. Those were not fun. But um, what was I gonna say? Um, I, don't know, I forgot. Well, here's the thing with Daniel Bryan. The question is, how much are they going to push him? Because they, you know, if they feel like people are injury prone, they tend to not put titles on them. Right. As we've seen with like Sasha Banks and other people, if you get that injury label on you you're done you don't really get runs with titles and the truth is is that they were never really behind him you know they were for small spurts but not for extended runs well, and the only reason he won those titles at mania was because punk left that was a big reason and they realized well i don't even know that they ever realized that fucking randy orton v batista now was a bad call <laughs> i do wonder how much they're going to offer him to extend his contract? It'll be interesting. Well, and I, I think though he—he's—I don't think he's a person that cares about the money because they, they live their house isn't the big fucking like coke dealer mansion. They live pretty modestly. No, but he does have a child now. No, I know, I know that. So 
if WWE puts a big enough number in front of him, that's his well, child's what, future. What I was also getting at, though, is I'm sure that they've saved and have been, because uh, Bree's got some side hustles going, too, doesn't she? They've got they, the total... They're very wealthy, I'm sure. They've got cash. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he would stay just because of the roster of people that he could potentially wrestle. You could wrestle AJ. You could wrestle Nakamura. You've got Sammy and Kev. Oh, they're fired now, though, so pardon me. You've got a bunch of guys. I mean, it never happened, but there's a bunch of guys on 205 Live that I would, like, fucking murder to watch Daniel Bryan wrestle. There's there's a lot of... It, wrestling is his art. I don't think he cares about the money. I, I mean, that's fine. I think Though to Alex's point, you know, he might get a lot of one-off matches, but what long arcs are they going to let him do? Well, what I'm saying, though, is I don't know. I'm sure he cares about that, but he's been in the company for long enough to know this is kind of the way it is. It might just be a matter of, you know, let me do my victory lap. Maybe I sign one more contract and then it's, okay, we're done. Here's my point. I was initially super excited that the guy got cleared. Look, I'm happy for the guy. If he's healthy, I hope he stays healthy and all that. But I also remember how he was always positioned. And it was really always to try to get somebody else over. Mm -hmm. First it was Bray Wyatt. Then it was Roman Reigns. And I remember when he won the title at WrestleMania, what feud did they put him right into? Kane. That terrible feud with Kane. And this is what they do to everybody. You get put in feuds with Kane. You get put in feuds with Bray Wyatt. When they are not behind you, they try to cut your knees out from under you. Oh, definitely. Whether it's intentional or not, that's what happened. It might be intentional. Well, what I was going to say was the thing about Kane was they didn't even, like, touch on the fact that they used to be tag partners. It was like, (laughs) like, that was huge. How are you not going to, like, incorporate that in at all? But Bray Wyatt is no more, Alex. He fell in the lake of reincarnation. <laughs> he's, he's, I'm really hoping that means a gimmick change, but I don't want to give my hopes up too much. I mean, don't, cause it, but I would assume that's what it would mean. That was just okay. I haven't seen it yet. It's fine. I mean, I uh, you've it. seen the final deletion, and yeah. that is a symphony of just perfection. It's just mwah. This is just, it felt like the cheap imitation. But you got to see Vanguard 1 again, so I was excited about that. (laughs) And I heard they did that weird thing where they, before they cut to it, Michael Cole goes, Michael Cole shit all over it. I'm sorry for what you're about to see or something like that. It's like, that's kind of weird. This is what WWE... It's like they're hedging their bets. Like, if it's bad, we knew it was going to be bad. Well, this this is what has always really annoyed me about their commentary, at least in, in recent times. They seem to forget that the commentary is supposed to be there to, like, build enhance up, the product. enhance the product. Like, I always go back to, there's this match from Chikara in, like, 2010. They do it, uh, it's their season finale. It's the uh, Cybernetico, where it's two tag teams of ten, and it's a uh, elimination. Match goes for, like, an hour. And the one in 2010 had so much story behind it, if you hadn't watched everything, you'd be fucking lost. But the commentary was such that it was like, no, this is the thing with these guys. This is what's going on. It was very, it guided you through the whole thing. It enhanced the match. And that's, I always point to that as an example of, that's what commentary is supposed to be. 
Fuck. Look at back at when when uh, it was Jr. Back in the day, Jr. and Paul Heyman were a great uh, uh, tag uh, or team on the the commentary. I don't know that that team gets enough recognition. I mean, I have my issues with the King, but he was good back in the day too when he wasn't oh, yeah. yelling about fucking tits. And no, shit. the King, the King when he cared was very good. Right. It's just in the he just didn't care for an extended period of time after Jr. left. Mm-hmm. When Morrow was put with the announced de- on the announced test with him, he cared again, but then they fired him. So, but no, the commentary is supposed to enhance the product, not to be like, "Oh, this is fucking garbage." Like, well, okay, like not everybody is knows what this is. You don't have to shit on it right away. Like, can we just like let something be a thing, and then like there, there's a reason you resigned the Hardys. This shit got over with people somehow. It's wonderful and weird and, like, it's new. Like, this is why you re-signed them, right? They got really popular again. Let them do their thing. Don't shit all over it right away. It was like when the fucking Ascension came up. Oh, these guys are dog shit. Oh, I wonder why they didn't get over. That's weird. That's weird the way that works. We had every old codger fucking, like, tag team come out and beat the shit out of them. Why doesn't everybody like the Ascension? Erica, Weird. you're on such a roll right now. I, I feel I need to bring. I feel I need to bring up some good news. They changed the name of the women's battle royal at WrestleMania. When they had, I want to. I don't remember who it was. It may have been Charlotte. Say, well, Mula really like she really pay, like cared about other women and raising them up. It was like, how you mean the pimp? How tone deaf. Like I bet you most of the women there don't even know. They probably don't. But I cringed through that segment. Like I wasn't really paying attention, and it was like, I'm I'm sorry. What? I meant to go back and listen to the the uh, uh, promo for it and write down some of the shit, but I didn't get a chance to before uh, after work today. But yeah, it was just like. Are we listening to what we're all saying here? Because this is all bullshit. Now, how are we going to pay for this, though, Alex? I don't know. But we are probably Hulk Hogan. But (laughs) but I have to say, I loved Stephanie's tweet. Oh my god! So much. Did you see this tweet, Bob? No. It was basically like. After they changed the name because people got them in trouble with Snickers. Snickers was like, uh... And Snickers was like, change the fucking name. Right. And okay, we'll do that because you're the sponsor. You're the big sponsor of WrestleMania. So we're certainly going to pay because Vince McMahon does not like having things told to him. But I love Stephanie's tweet when she said something like, We're so happy to change the name. We heard you... And that we heard you I was like, okay, all right, sure. We don't want this to take the focus off this uh, revolutionary WrestleMania women's battle royal, something like that. And then it was like, hashtag use your voice, hashtag change the name. It's like, go fuck yourself, honey. (laughs) I really thought to myself, I never use this word. I was ready to call Stephanie the C word. Oh, you're going to drop the hard so, C? It was so bad. You're going to fly like, in with the hard really? C? You're probably the one who came up with this because you're in charge of the brand and everything. Fuck you. Fuck 
you bitch. Well, and here's the thing. If you don't know why it's inappropriate for it to be named after the fabulous Mula, just do a little research. She was a garbage human being. Yeah, not a great person. No. You could have named it after so many women. Sensational Why not Sherry! It, that would have been fine. You could have called it the Trish Stratus WrestleMania Battle Royal. You could have named it after so many women. I don't know. They should have named it after a man. The James Ellsworth <laughs> Women's WrestleMania <laughs> Battle Royal. It would have been better than fucking... Yeah. It absolutely would have been better than the Fabulous Moolah. No, but it's it's just, it's WWE, well, yeah. It's... And I really thought they knew after they named the women's tournament in NXT, or, you know, not an NXT, but essentially an NXT. Right, the May Young. After the May Young, the May Young Classic. After they named it after May Young, I thought, oh, maybe they know they shouldn't call this the Fabulous Moolah Classic or nope, something. just waiting for something else. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah, they were just looking for a bigger stage. Yep. By the way, Mae Young, she got up to some shit, too. Have you heard the stories about her? Oh, yeah. She wasn't a saint. No. I The one I always hear is her and some other women would go and sleep with married men. They would specifically target married men and then rob them and say, go ahead, go to the police. <laughs> so... That's some good behavior. It's kind of genius. I was going to say, I'm almost okay with that. Well, one of them actually did at one point get turned. They got turned in. Some guy was like, F you. Right. Fuck off, man. (laughs) That's hilarious. I mean, that's better than whoring out the people that you're supposed to be, you know. Yes. Teaching wrestling to. Allegedly. (sighs) Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Cuz. Cousin. Cuz. But no, yeah, we're going to, we're going to pay dearly. I don't know how. Well, and there was that report that the WWE is in talk with Hulk Hogan to come back now. And I just was amazed because after the blowback over Moolah, do they really believe this is going to go over well? I mean, I understand the IQ level of people who generally go to WWE shows is not particularly high. I always think of our buddy at the NXT show. He's the worst. See how Punk is backstage. Okay, sweetheart. Sure he is. I just cannot imagine that's going to be well received. No, no, it's not. Well, and here's the thing. I'm not going to sit here and try and deny the importance that Hulk Hogan had to to wrestling in a certain period of time. But the guy's a titanic piece of shit. Well, and I don't need to there's a lot of that in wrestling. People who were... Um, well, they're all carny motherfuckers. You know, yeah. you, people who were highly influential on the sport... And had done horrible things, you know. You don't even you probably read my mind what I'm thinking right now. Snooker. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Benoit, but Snooker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's it's all over the sport, entertainment. <laughs> well, I think some of it's different because guys like Hogan or Snooker have always been assholes or worse many ways for an extended period of time benoit was like he had a mental break right one day he just lost his mind his his brain was swiss cheese and that's not not an excuse no he's not not making an excuse but we're talking about someone who was pretty normal 
you know, weird because everyone's weird. If you're in wrestling, if you're in wrestling, you're, you're a fucking. If you're getting weirdo, dropped right. on your back a hundred times a night. You're, you're a, a weird guy. Right. You know, it's like it's like goalie in hockey. Right. No normal person right. decides they want to be the. No, goalie. it's like being a firefighter. You're a fucking maniac. Like yeah, oh, I want to run into burning buildings for a living. Okay. But Benoit, I just think one day he woke up and his mind was broken, mm-hmm. and that was it. I mean, it suddenly nothing was right. I still maintain that after Eddie passed. Something. Oh, uh, yeah, it was, it was just, just one thing too many. Yeah, and I know it, it was a while after that, but I I think that was kind of the the shoving off point for that. But and it's not an excuse. What he did is absolutely inexcusable, and I'm not one of those people that thinks that they should be venerating him in WWE. But no, Hogan's just a, a massive fucking douchebag, union buster. Like fuck you, dude. Speaking of unions, didn't you want to talk about the video game industry trying to unionize? Yeah. Uh, did we want to talk about All In It All or the glory that is being the elite before we move off of wrestling? Or do you want we to talk come about back that to later? It. Okay. Uh, yeah. So what I found interesting is uh, there's this game, Workers Unite, uh, mm-hmm. that's trying to get off the ground to unionize game devs. And uh, what is it? The ID or IGDA. And I didn't write down what that stands for, but that's like a... Professional development, gaming like organization association. Yeah, or I think they put on like uh, what, what's going on right now, GDC, the Game Developers Conference. Sure. And they're kind of like, oh well, you know, they're not really sure how they feel about the <laughs> they union. They don't want to ruffle any, you know, right? Fighters. Exactly. But I mean, to me, it's always a good. No thing. No one likes saying union. No. Dirty word. No. Especially when you hear some of the bullshit out of some of the bigger studios and just, like, the crap that the devs have to put up with. Uh, the Whether it's game development or Microsoft or Amazon, every, all these software companies, um, they abuse the shit out of their programmers. Mm-hmm. You know, and Amazon will justify it by saying, well, we'll pay you three hundred grand a year. To and be then an we'll Amazon a, widow, right? And so it's not worth it. I've I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I I do think that the tradi- the union as we have known it in the past is pretty much dead. Um, but there are going to be changes. Uh, in in how work in this in this world proceed well i also think though that people need to realize that when you do unite together you can actually get shit done you can change things you can make things better Mm -hmm. it's not all about well i'm getting mine so fuck those other guys like that's not we can't keep with that mentality well the reason the reason i i struggle with um with unions is that just the very nature of how we work and the value of work is changing and um, as more and more jobs are automated, um, we're going to see, you know, you're going to oh, see. Oh, but an Uber, uh, automated Uber killed a person the other day, so. Well, Uber is just a horrible company. Cars aren't going to be automated anymore. No, no nice, running. nice people run an Uber. Oh, yeah. Good humans. Total nice, good hearted good people. people. Well, here's the thing with the video game industry is, you know, for a long time, it's been talked about but never been addressed the whole crunch thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a game's going to come out in a month. We go into crunch mode. Everyone's working like 
80 hours a week. You're sleeping under your desk. You're sleeping at work. You never go home. You never see your family. You're just working, working, working. First of all, your quality of work has to drop in that scenario. Mm -hmm. So you shouldn't even want it. No, exactly. What's the pay, though? Are you getting the overtime since I'm paying all the sex? Like, I'm working all the sex. Ideally, you're getting a ton of overtime. But what I was going to say is there should be, like, hard limits in place on how many hours somebody is even allowed to work. You shouldn't be allowed to work 80 hours in a week. Like, you're doing video game development. Here, you're not It's not, not like a you're working in a coal mine or Here, something. Well, right. And However, that's why we started having unions. Because people, these, you're, you, you, you're getting taken advantage of. Companies abuse, abuse their employees. And, you know, it wouldn't be horrible if you had to limit it to, like, you can only work 50 hours a week. Or do you have, like, okay, Team A is going to work this this week. And then next week they get the, you know half a day schedule or whatever and then team B they had the half a day schedule this time they have the hard schedule next time yeah or it's if the game ain't ready maybe we gotta delay it a little bit there's it is difficult to put rules in place around it because there are times when you do have to crunch but which is fine but what are what you know what is the limit are you gonna say you can only do, you know, an employee can only do up to a month of crunch a year, period. They, you can't do anything more than that. What are those regulations going to be and who is, who's going to enforce them? I mean, it's definitely not this Congress. No, no, no. But uh, what drives me crazy, and I know that you don't think this. I'm just saying it just made me think of it, is I don't, just with the gun debate, with this, with anything, mm-hmm. it's, oh, well, that's, that's hard. We would have to like really think through stuff, so we're just not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. We'll just keep doing what we're doing, mm-hmm. which is garbage. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's tough when we may have to talk through it, and we may have to work through it. It was one of the things that they said at this. Uh, they had a panel at GDC about this gamers workers, game workers unite, where they're like, well, you know, might have to change a lot of stuff, and it, it's just like, well, then yeah, then stuff has then to change. Exactly. We're we're coming up to a breaking point, you and would think so, right? And I don't know if it's. Five years, ten years, twenty years. I don't I don't know. But you you can see the pattern growing and we're as and you know, and as we get closer and closer to this point where more and more higher level jobs will end up getting um replaced by robots. Uh well then what are people gonna do? Exactly. And then so you've got to ultimately you end up having to pay people a lot more money to do things that are most people see as menial. But then you have a lot of folks who are just out of work straight up. Right. So we're, we're reaching a point where traditional business solutions are not going to work anymore. Oh, but Bob, John Bolton's in the white house now. He's yeah, gonna the, start a war with North Korea. And the, we're all, the bombs are gonna fall. The solution is gonna be just kill everybody. Right, we're all just gonna die, and it'll be good. War, road warrior wasteland, whoa, ready whoa, for whoa, it. Whoa. Yes. Don't tease me. <laughs> are you ready for it, Alex? The bomb dropping on my head. Yes, <laughs> I'll leave get, the wasteland. We gotta move. get the gasoline, man. We gotta go to Bullet Town. <laughs> but assuming we're not all killed in some sort of nuclear holocaust, uh, I'm looking forward to the '50s music coming back. <laughs> We're in Fallout 3? <laughs> you know, Bob and I were... Where were we at? Where that that song from Borderlands was playing? The No Rest for the Wicked? Yeah. Was it the bowling alley? 
maybe i don't know but anyway that song came on and i was like bob you know what this song makes me think of And he's like oh borderlands (laughs) of course there's this one song that we've heard a couple different random places that they used to use uh on polygon for their uh touch the skyrim videos we heard it in a gas station and like i think you were in the bathroom and you came charging out and you're like oh, it's the song from that video where is borderlands Branding. 3 what the fuck right but when did borderlands 2 come out it's been a minute now right <laughs> like five years ago like what are we doing guys you gave me that it's tease. weird it's weird because you know it's normally normally you get a game like that that sells gangbusters. They're gonna be like it's oh, on like a two year well, rotation, didn't it? Right. I thought I thought that no, they've done very well. Well, they I had mean, that pre sequel that came out, didn't they? That was a yeah, they year or have so that. Later, but then it's been nothing. And they've had the Telltale series, um, but not which I heard was pretty good. Not a lot. I've heard from what I understand, if you like those types of games, Telltale does a very good job, but. I've tried them. They they don't really stick for me. Because as we know, I don't actually like video games. Um, (laughs) No arguing that. I'm in complete agreement with you. Speaking of video games, Alex. Mm -hmm. We were talking about video games. I know. Stop it. Uh (laughs) Oh, can I tell one quick anecdote from when I was in Seattle? Sure. So they have this uh, uh, museum of pop culture out there. And it's awesome. Like, they had a big Star Trek exhibit. They had um, uh, this, like, fantasy and, like, um, sci-fi movie exhibit. They had a horror movie exhibit. And they had this indie game exhibit. So I was like, oh, well, that's fucking rad. So it was this this event after this conference that I went to. I got there early so I could actually go through and see the shit without a bunch of mouth breathers, like, right in my ear. Uh, unfortunately, when I got to the indie game... How dare you offend mouth breathers? Nah, fuck mouth breathers. You know who you are. Um, I don't think they do. No, they don't. That's the unfortunate thing. Uh, so I'm sitting there, and I'm walking through, and I'm kind of, you know, looking at... And they have actual games for you to sit and play. So they had, uh... That's just Alexa being creepy upstairs. They had Hyper Light Drifter, and I was like, oh, cool, I've always wanted to try that. So I sit down, I'm like, you know, restarting it getting into it and so the screen goes blank to load and this woman walks by and i'm sitting there with the controller and she goes you know there's nothing on the screen right and i look up at her and i'm just like didn't say anything just fixed her with the like the real like the hard c look and she quietly went away you know if we do go to seattle we need to uh go across to bellevue and I'm Don't yell at the ha- at the valve. Yeah, people. I, I want. No, I'm not going to yell. I'm just going to stand out front with a sign for like. I'm not going to yell. I'm going to be disappointed. I'm just going to stand outside with a, yell, a sign that says, "I, I miss Valve games." Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. And one minute into that hour, they will send out security to escort you off please, the premises. <laughs> Leave the sidewalk. Gabe says, "Get the fuck out." <laughs> Gabe tires of your bullshit. He had to stop swimming in his vault of gold coins to tell me that was not a pleasant conversation. Please go. Uh, so on to another game. Um, sea of Thieves came out. It did. Uh, I've heard there's massive server issues. Um, who could Welcome s- to every multiplayer right. game ever. Which is so crazy to me, though. Like, come on. Yeah, it seems to be a scale issue. I don't know. 
It was this. I was talking about this with uh, Ben last night. How it's not only games, but even when the WWE Network first started, like no one could get on because they didn't anticipate like how many people would sign up. I I don't even think it's that. I think it's they they don't want to waste money. Uh, they because they know they can get away with undercutting it and then realize okay this is how much we actually need and then turning on more instead of putting up the initial investment because people don't punish you for fucking up like that no they really don't they don't they don't just turn away from the game and say yeah i'll go do something else no they sit there and they get really angry and then they wait hours on hours and oh, oh oh finally i got to a game if people would stop enabling it maybe you speak with your dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. But these are gamers. Gamers don't speak with their dollars. So, Alex, you're the <laughs> only one here who's actually played any Sea of the Thieves. What did you sea think? Sea of the Thieves? Sea of the Thieves. <laughs> the Thieves of the Sea. <laughs> Strawn Broman? <laughs> what? Uh, it was okay when I played it in beta. You know, not all the systems were in place. The combat's very simplistic. The water was amazing, I will say. It was like, I've joked that I think Rare created a great water simulator. And then they were like, oh, fuck. Oh, we gotta shit. make a game. We made, the, we made the water gorgeous. But we didn't do anything with the game. Shit. We've got no, a month the, left. The, the sailing's fun. I will say, I think the uh, smaller ship, I don't know the names. It's like the... The schooner or the something. something. Something with an S is more fun than the galleon. The skiff? I think it's something like the, yes, the skiff. Turn the skiff around. So <laughs> I think the smaller ship is more fun than the big one. It, it's just every quest essentially boils down to go to an island, find a landmark, get the chest and bring it back. But the fun of the game is the stuff that happens in between so so it's kind of like into fights with other pirates a capture the flag thing but then people are it's like the fort game well the way the fort game we used to play it when we were kids no you remember the fort game not off the top of my head you'd have like two swing sets one in one person's yard one in the other person's yard and you'd have to defend your fort and then people would try and like sneak around and tag your fort and that meant that they captured your fort but if you tagged one of those people, they were captured. So it, it's just, it's like, no, it's dumb on its like face because it seems real simplistic. But the fun of it comes from the like, the, the PVP shit. Well, and the way you talked, we talked a little bit about it last night. And the way you kind of were describing it, it, it gave me a very similar vibe to, that we had from No Man's Sky. Did you play any No Man's Sky? Very little of it. Oh, did you actually boot it up? I did. Who was it? I think it was probably Ben again. I uh, was talking to him about it a couple weeks ago, and he said that like all of the updates now, that it's finally like the game that they promised. I've heard it's actually very good now. But I was like, I honestly don't know that I'm ever going to flip it back in, though. No. Well, that's the same way I feel about Sea of Thieves. I would like to just wait. You know, if I like... Maybe I'll wait six months and I'll play it when I don't have anything else to play. Well, did I you kind of have other stuff I'd rather play now. Getting the Gamer Pass thing or no? Well, I'm going to get the Gamer Pass thing whenever I do decide to try play it. it. Gotcha. 
you know, like what might happen is say Forza Horizon 4 comes out, which is a really good series, and I get Game Pass for that. Mm-hmm. I might play Sea of Thieves at the same time. Gotcha. You know. But you're not going to go out of your way for it. No, it's just very it's very basic, very samey, gets repetitive, but not in and I like repetitive games, but not in any of the good ways. And well, what would you say is good repetitive? What's a good repetitive game? Borderlands, Diablo, Monster Hunter. So there's variety to the Tony Hawk in there. You have to be able to convince yourself that you have a goal, because once you don't have a goal, you're just grinding for nothing. Yeah. If you can convince yourself that you need to upgrade a piece of gear, or or I need to level up so I can beat Ruby Weapon. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. What is that? That's a Final Fantasy VII reference. <laughs> okay. I spent the, the... I have a playthrough of that game that's at like 100 hours. And it's... Yeah. Yeah. So if I can convince myself there's a goal, I'll probably continue to play because I don't mind sitting there and grinding a game while I listen to a podcast. Because, you know, one of the downsides of a game like, say, a Horizon Zero Dawn is I have to have my full attention on it. Right. I have to have the sound on. I'm listening to it. I'm playing it. If I'm playing Diablo, I don't need to have the sound on, you know, and I can listen to podcasts or I can watch TV or whatever. That's what I did with Stardew Valley. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Like the game like that, you can zone out on that game for like four hours. Oh, you've had a bad day at work. Let's go on the farm, baby. You came home and your asshole husband hasn't done any cooking or cleaning. Go on the farm. (laughs) No, after uh, the the one funeral we had over the summer, I came home and that's, yeah, that's what Erica did after that. Yeah. I flipped on some podcasts and I played the shit out of Stardew Valley for the next like 12 hours. So Bob told me that I guess around a year ago, Mass Effect Andromeda came out. I saw that on Twitter earlier this week. What a fucking disappointment that game was. You know, for as much as in this house, we were very big Mass Effect fans. Mm -hmm. The fact that we felt no desire to pick up that game at all, and still don't, I think speaks volumes. You can get that game down to $15. Oh, you get it for $5. You know, you could subscribe to EA Access for one month, play it for free, Mm -hmm. and then cancel EA Access and they'll give you your money back. I just, I have no desire. No, it's it's I I love a great science fiction story and that universe was so interesting but you know everything I heard just said it's just meh you know the best review of it was the uh previously recorded review <laughs> so it's just it's these two guys that they have that'll usually talk about the games and the one is just like no, fuck this. Fuck this game. And they literally sit there for 20 minutes, like legitimately 20 minutes in silence, while the one guy takes his copy of Andromeda and goes at it with like tin snips. And then he grabs the other games in the series and goes at them with tin snips. It it was pretty funny. One, two, and three were... like One and two especially were just great games. Mm-hmm. I would say three was good 
But one and two were really all-time great games. I know the ending is tainted three for you guys. It's but... more than the ending. If you go look at the structure of that game, none of it makes any sense. Well, in and of itself, it doesn't. Because it's like, okay, like, oh, there's all this these dire things. The world is like coming to an end. I'm going to go fuck around for 60 hours. I'll see you guys in a little while. Right. But it's a game. Like, there's... Yeah, there's a suspension of disbelief. And I think the, the fact that the ending just was botched really oh but like all through london all that shit is great you know the when f- you stop and you talk to garris Every- if you don't cry you're a fucking monster everything up until everything after marauder shields is just the worst oh, marauder shields um marauder shields marauder shields so when you're running for the beam and your team has been like decimated and you're you're making that final push just you to get there. There's this one last marauder that like comes out from around this rack and on the impossible difficulty, you just can't beat him. No, it's a, it was like impossible. You had to cheat, didn't you? I did cheat because I had to connect. So, when you're in that when you're in that scene and it's going like super slow-mo. Yeah. When you're in that scene, you're not supposed to be able to throw grenades, but there was a glitch. And I found I found this by accident. I didn't even look it up because you were shouting in frustration. I was so angry, and I was just I I must have died, Alex, a hundred times trying to kill this marauder because it was a, he got one one shot on you was kill, and you needed so many to kill him. Some of my favorite video gaming memories are sitting in another room and listening to him play video games. Um, and alien isolation especially. Oh, that was great. But so I was just like, fuck it, let me try this. And it comes up, and I just yell, grenade! And Shepard throws a grenade, and it was the only way I could get past it. And god damn it, I got that last achievement. <laughs> One of the funniest things I've ever done playing video games was I was playing Gears of War co-op on Xbox Live, the co-op story mode in the first Gears of War. And you would get to this sequence where you would both be... You know how in Gears of War they would separate you into different areas? And you would each have to clear through the area on your own without dying before you get reunited. Mm -hmm. And if either of you would die, you would have to restart the section. So one of them was like you were each on like these little like carts on like a train track, you know? And you... It was like pretty easy. Like you'd be going along and two or three little guys would jump out and you'd have to shoot them. It was like, you had to kill like five people, maybe. This wasn't hard. My friend that I was playing with was dying every <laughs> single fucking time. <laughs> and at first, it's like frustrating because you're like, what? what is going on? Right. How, okay, are, we, how are you fucking this up? What's the problem? This isn't that hard. By like the 50th time in a row that he had blown this. I was on the floor crying from laughter because it's like, <laughs> what else can you do at that well, point? Because now he's up like in I, his own head. He's just got to stop. Like, I've been <laughs> mentally broken, you know? That's amazing. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do. You can't play for him. Right. You right. can't switch. No. You're just in it. You just got to, it's like, well, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Is is filled with disappointment, Erica. Sounds like it. That reminds me of um, a little bit of when Portal 2 came out. 
and I played that um, with well, one I didn't I didn't get a chance to because the PlayStation Network went down for like three weeks. No, Portal Two was one of those. Oh, games was that, that when they got hacked? Yeah, it was. Th- it was that day. Portal Two was released. That was so embarrassing. It for was. Sony. Oh, oh my god. god. I think uh, that was one of those days. I was like, <coughs> sick, can't come to work. Sorry. So when the PlayStation Amazon delivered the game at like eight o'clock in the morning, it was uh, like, oh, yeah, no. Was that when Amazon would actually deliver games on release day? Yeah, those dreams are dead. Yes, yes, they are. Oh, 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 oh! This motherfucker. So Fallout Four <laughs> coming out, right? So I don't get to tell my portal story? No, you don't. Okay. You can tell it after this. So I come home and I was like really excited to like get it go and get it in. Oh, this one's like, oh yeah, it didn't come yet. I'm like, oh, well, that sucks. You know, fine. I'll wait till tomorrow. Fucker like got home, went into the mail and grabbed it and then like drove around the block until I got home. So he could be like, oh, she didn't get it. And then like five minutes later, watch how mad I got. And then be like, oh, it's right here. (laughs) See, Bob, if you were a good husband, what you would have done is got home and installed it and then said it didn't come. That's what I did. I put it in the Xbox so it would start installing. That is not what happened. She just. That fucker was still in the shrink wrap. Do not lie. Don't lie to the people on the I can't, podcast. I, I can't <laughs> to lie. To our, our fan. Don't lie to our I fan. I can't lie in this particular instance because I don't remember. But your Portal you... 2 story. So I so a few weeks later when the PlayStation servers came back up, finally got online with my buddy, and uh, we, we were playing, and neither of us had a bad internet connection. But for some reason, we could not get audio to work just at all. Oh, so you used the uh, the in-game communication. We had to. That's kind of cool. Though. It was it was actually it was kind of neat like that. We were able to play and, you know, still be able to guide each other. But man, that was so frustrating because you could hear like it would go in and out. Like it wasn't like when we had the problems with Microsoft uh, with Xbox Live uh, where I just that one time he played it online with you? That we couldn't get any audio? No, it was like in and out. It was weird. Bob, for all his technical genius, could not set up a router to have an open NAT. I didn't even know I needed to do that. That was the weird. Because I you never don't really need to if your router is DHCP enabled. He's router shaming you. <laughs> well, he had one of those old Apple routers from like the 1950s that he was still holding on to. There, I, I will say there there was a there was a good stretch for a while where a lot of routers were just shit, and it, it was like it was really hard to find a good one. Uh, the one we have, I have the same one you have now. Yes, he got it off my recommendation. The same recommendation he's getting a TV off of. Erica, does he have permission yet? He knows he has permission because to go by the this TV. man, this no, man. Bob, no one has ever told Bob he could not go by the television. That is not true. He texted me. You can't imagine how much I hear about this, Erica. Alex, actually, I live with him. I know how much you hear about the fucking TV. He actually texted me the other day. He's like, you know, Best Buy, you can get two years of no interest on it. And I was like, well, what is that a month? He's like, oh, a hundred bucks. I was like, 
Why don't you buy it then? Alex, I, I've heard I've heard that story a couple times. <laughs> Not a couple times. It was last weekend. I could have only told it once. There's a death glare happening <laughs> from Erica towards Bob. He's turned away because he can't maintain eye can't eye contact. I can't take it. I can't take. <laughs> How dare you? You're over here being shot down and you're gonna come at me i'm trying to help you out here buddy <laughs> yeah like, but how come, how come every a- time i talk about getting getting the tv you're like i can't be there when you get it oh no no i absolutely am not going to be there when you get it because then i'll be partially to blame <laughs> see alex uh angry erica once and he's terrified of her no 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 <laughs> oh, that, yeah. i'm oh, not yes, worried yes, yes, i'm yes, not yes. worried about angry erica but I am not. It, it's look. It's just like on the challenge. Okay, <laughs> hey, this is like John Candy in Spaceballs when he's like, "It's not that we're afraid. It's just dying. It's not really our thing." <laughs> oh, I haven't watched that movie in such a long time. That was a great movie. Glorious. <laughs> yeah. Everybody got that. The, the point is, is I would like to see Bob get the TV of his dreams. But I'm not willing to sacrifice my life to make it happen. <laughs> now, I've told you the story where I told him, like, oh, well, you know, we'll get it for your birthday. And he goes, that's too expensive for a birthday gift. It's like, you know what, dude? Fuck you then. <laughs> Fine. I like how that logic works out. The Bob logic. <laughs> He's like, on... doesn't make any sense. The... Bob's train of thought on money or anything related to money completely changes by the day <laughs> and, and by one, what the item is and one never has anything to do with the other it actually is fucking amazing <laughs> oh like, that's but... that's real expensive oh hey i just bought new snowboarding boots bob will be like oh why, why was that oh we gotta be a little oh no i just bought this <laughs> bob will be like oh i <laughs> he's laughing because it's the fucking truth Go ahead, Alex. I really want to buy that $1,500 piece or TV like right now. Right now I want to buy it. <laughs> that $3 delivery fee. Let's let's hold our horses. <laughs> oh, oh, how about when he bought the fucking the the uh the card for the computer? The card. He bought way more oh, than no, that. Oh, you know Erica. what I mean? Like a bunch of shit he for the He bought everything for the computer. <laughs> the computer he essentially uses just to edit this podcast. <laughs> You could be doing that now, Alex, on a three hundred dollar laptop. Alex, to be fair, Undertale looks amazing on it. <laughs> yeah, I think he booted up The Witcher once for an hour just to be I like played The Witcher for like ten hours before I got distracted. That justified that purchase. That's yeah, not true. <laughs> uh, Steep looks awesome. Yeah, it looks so much different than it would have looked on a worse PC. Oh, all that flat snow. <laughs> Especially since your monitors are only 1080p. I think Bob and Eric are actually delirious right now. Something has taken place. Well, that was the best because he comes home and I'm like, oh, how much did you spend? And he's like, don't worry about it. It's like, oh, oh no. Now I'm really worried about it. Now I'm pulling up the credit card bill as we speak, because I'm terrified. Well, I'll buy you the TV for your birthday. Too expensive. 
<laughs> the Bob logic works. Oh my no. <laughs> That's all. Oh, but just to be clear, Erica, if it's something you would want. He still gives me shit for the $10 a month for the WWE Network. Why aren't you spending $10 a month for New Japan World? I mean, I should be. Instead of the WWE Network. (laughs) Both. 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 Both Both. Both is good. Both. (laughs) Why not both? (coughs) It's only $20 a month. It'll go well with the $100 a month on the TV. (laughs) And you know what else Bob has told me? He goes, well, you know, if I get a 4K TV and then I need the Xbox One X because otherwise, what's the point, right? I've never said that. I don't believe that at all. (laughs) See, you support me. No, she's saying she doesn't believe you. I don't believe believe that you haven't said that at all. He actually literally said that. Because if there's one thing I'm not, Erica, it's a liar. I may manipulate. I may bend the truth a little bit. But I don't outright lie. <laughs> no, what he'll do is he'll take the Xbox and it'll be like, oh, I got the one for free. <laughs> Look, all's fair in love, war, and TV purchases. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've broken Bob with the honesty. He just can't. He can't, just can't handle deal it. With I, it. Hey, I, Shit's listen. too real. I know how the Bob logic works. I'm glad it, you do. It, it makes sense to me. It's gotta $3 make sense delivery to fee? Fuck that. I'm picking it up. Oh, to be fair, though, he did do it tonight, but then we saw why he usually wants to go pick it up. That was right. <laughs> like, what, what are you doing, guy? Like, See, on. the Bob logic works. If I had followed my instincts, we wouldn't have had that. I have never met a delivery driver who doesn't know how to get to someone's home. <laughs> right? Like, don't like, you you have to, don't you have a, you have a, a smartphone? Fo- and the delivery area is is finite. It's not like your delivery area is the entire Chicago land area. And there's no like weird streets around here. Excuse me. No, it's pretty gritty here. So, so right there. Sure. Uh, no, okay. not at all. Erica, you know, earlier you brought up the all-in show. I did. Coming September 1st? It's the 1st, yes. Sh- uh, Hoffman Estates, Illinois. <laughs> Although everyone will Chicago's say Chicago, all in. Illinois. Now, well, in the as we Center, know... The great thing about that is that that's on, like, the very cusp of Hoffman Estates. That's way Oh, because you don't want to be there. deep into Hoffman Estates. No, you don't. You want to be on that, like, Elgin-y cusp out there. That's right where you want to be. Like, you know, not really, but in the middle of if you have to nowhere. choose. You know, and I know I'm in, and I know Bob's all in, but yet you're not all in, Erica, and you keep bringing this fucking show up, but you're not all in. I don't know why you both want to get punched in the dick, because that's what I'm hearing. I haven't even said anything. And, you know, it hurts because I'm so all in that I've been keeping up on being the elite, the, the elite. So you figured that out eventually, finally? It is the elite. It is, yes. I believe it is, yes. Well, they have, in the older episodes, they have them singing it at the end, and it is. It's the, the elite. Yes. I need to go back and watch. I've seen, like, the first, like, maybe five to ten episodes, but I've then only watched, like, the 20 newest ones, maybe. I haven't seen all the ones in the in between, because 
I can only spend so much time on YouTube every day. <laughs> now I've started going back and watching some of the older ones too, but the newer ones, did that fucking coat that Cody wears brings me life. <laughs> I love Cody Rhodes. <laughs> it's fucking glorious. I loved, oh my god, the end of the second to last episode where Kenny does the thing where he comes out of the bear outfit and he beats up Cody and then uh, Brandy kisses him and Brandy's like, I knew you were a liar, you know. Basically insinuating that he's actually straight and right. not with Kota Ibushi. Well, maybe he's bi. He could be bi. He's pansexual. He's gender fluid. He'll do anybody. <laughs> he's, he's, in, he's all in. <laughs> well, and then he comes back and I forget, what's the name of the guy that was talking to him who's all in, in love with Brandy Rhodes? And he's uh, like... Fuck. I can't remember. Wasn't Flip Gordon? Flip Gordon. Yes, is. that's right. Good work great memory the recall total recall hey, so i flip... remember that kind of shit ask me something important and, yeah it's gone <laughs> so flip gordon's in love with brandy Rhodes, so he's like june 18th <laughs> <laughs> he's like how was it man was it everything you ever dreamed of <laughs> kenny's talking about kneeing cody, cody in the head <laughs> flip gordon's talking about kissing brandy Rhodes, and they're on completely different su- fucking subjects it's the best it's wonderful what we're getting is it i loved i loved cody talking to one of the brothers i can never tell which is which yeah, honest either. to god no even though they have different hair yeah, and beards no and everything they're i still the young can't bucks. keep it's up it's fine but he's talking to one of them. He's like, man, you know, you should think about becoming a single star. I think he said that to both of them. No, you only said that to one. Did he? I thought he said uh, it to both. I feel like you only said it to mm, one. I think it was both. I think it was one. Mm, well, I'm going to go back and check. Either way. Because if there's one thing I love, Erica, it's being right. Yes, I know. So I love it as well. <laughs> no, I think I love it more than you do. Unfortunately, it's one of my great weaknesses. But no, Cody has been a delightful douchebag in these last, like, 10 or so episodes <laughs> he's awesome he's just wonderful he's taking the bath he's in the bubble bath with the cigar the and the giant poster like of himself love it it's outstanding <laughs> like, if i was cody rhodes wouldn't it be a giant poster of brandy rhodes nah. like that's what nah. i would think nope but he's just such an egomaniac <laughs> he'd rather look at himself he's got this like floor length like chinchilla coat that he wears and it's it looks like it was his dad's it's enormous on him and it's 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 outstanding. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. I, I love be the, being the elite. It was actually voted in the Wrestling Observer Awards. I think it was voted like the number four or five best weekly wrestling show. <laughs> Above what, like Raw and shit? Oh, Raw was the worst. <laughs> Raw was the worst weekly television show, which I don't necessarily agree with. I don't agree with it necessarily. But I understand but... why it happened. Right. It's the same reason Roman Reigns gets voted like most overrated, you know, but which is really the most overpushed award, right? Um, no, uh, you know what actually won the best weekly TV show? Would you like to take a guess? Was it the New Japan on NJPW on Access TV? Oh, when I was in that hotel, like when I was in Seattle, I stayed uh, that extra Friday night and I was flipping through the channels and I was like, oh. Oh, New Japan's on! And oh, it's the episode where the Golden Lovers get back together. Guess what oh, I'm with doing? The big, with the big hug? Yeah. With the, at the end? Yeah. It was delightful. I was like, yay. I've watched this 50,000 times already, but yay. 
Did you guys see the thing? It was maybe a week ago where Drake jumped on Twitch and played with this guy Ninja, who's at this on point Fortnite the biggest Twitch streamer on Fortnite, because Fortnite's just huge blowing on up Twitch. Right now. Oh, it's not even blowing up. It's gigantic. It's so much bigger than everything else. It's like three times as big as the next most watched game. I have heard about that. Yes. Um, but I didn't. I didn't watch any of it. But I just heard. It's just interesting. It's like. How big you got, you got that big that you got Drake on the phone. I don't think it's that hard to get Drake on something that's popular. He kind of he, he's kind yeah, of all about jumping up, on stuff. He's not showing up for nothing though. No, but he 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 likes that cross branding. I will say though that I am kind of interested in starting to watch some of the more uh, competitive fighting game stuff. Um. And I don't know if that's just we, uh, a friend of mine and I are planning on having a table uh, at this upcoming thing in Chicago, well, St. Charles, whatever, called Combo Breaker. That's this big three-day fighting thing. So, I don't know. I'm just kind of, I know you don't have any interest in that at all. A table for what? Uh, to sell shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Some of my paintings, she makes scarves and shit with like nerdy shit on there, so. That's cool. Yeah. Gotta get that dollar. Chase that paper. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> I mean, you can't all get it just by stealing money from another person. Oh. I mean, you could. <laughs> so you, you want to actually make some money off of hobbies? I just like hobbies that are are a pit of money. Where you just you light the money on fire. Well, and really, it's more I just want to go hang out with my friend at a video game convention for three days. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna say the town I live in on the podcast, That's but probably a good idea. the town I live in, the Chase Bank by us got robbed. Really? Yeah. Apparently successfully. They on haven't the caught the corner up there by the yeah. very by the grocery store? Mm-hmm. Oh shit. They haven't caught the guy. Hey, good for him, man. <laughs> well thir- Fight the power. No? Nothing. Okay. Were you going to say something that would give away our geographical location? Yes. Good call. Maybe that's safe. See, see, Bob, I'm way too smart for that. <laughs> this is why I don't have to edit the podcast. Subtle digs. I've offered multiple times. But no, yeah, I'm pretty jacked. To, uh, it's like a 24-hour thing. Um, so, you know, we'll we'll do a little selling, but I'm, I'm pretty stoked to go and actually be able to watch some of this stuff. All right, so I know where Bob's going to go with this because he can't help himself. But, Bob, you want to talk about the fact that Motor Trend has pulled their car reviews off of YouTube. Go. Well, it was, it's not car reviews, necessarily. It is... Um, I haven't actually watched um, any of their content, uh, but it was, you know, it's been reported that they're pulling off... Uh, their original series off of YouTube and they're really only going to be using YouTube for clips and to drive people to their website. No, uh, people know that Daily Motion exists. Yes? Maybe. Okay. Um, Just go to Daily Motion, guys. You can find most of your shit on Daily Motion. <laughs> but they're, pull- they're putting it on their website. They're putting it behind a paywall. Um, you, I think they have like a, a an eight-week you know intro period or whatever it is uh it's gonna where be they're not charging at first yeah it's trial oh. and um but you know they said basically 
they aren't making enough money off of uh, YouTube from, you know, ad money to continue to justify justify the shows. So they're going to try putting it behind a paywall. Um, This has led to much complaining much complaining (laughs) on the internet well and here's the thing i think we all got real used to not paying for any of our content online right used to (laughs) (laughs) no but like certain stuff like we hate movies i throw money at them every month and i get like the bonuses on patreon Mm because i appreciate what they do i'm a big fan of theirs so it's like yeah i like this enough that i think it's worth some of my money it's not a lot, but it's a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people in the comments said, you know, I'd much rather, I'd much rather give them money on Patreon than pay for a subscription service. But that's kind of the same thing. Well, here's... like if they're releasing the videos on Patreon and you're paying Patreon, right? It's kind of a subscription service. Hmm. But it's it all comes out like I know there's uh, you know a lot of people are like well you know I'm not gonna watch you because I'm not gonna get another subscription service and I mean that's fair. How much is it? Five bucks a month. It, but it depends. Do you? Alex is shaking his head dismissively. If you if you like car sh- if you like those shows and it's something you want to watch, then you should. Pay the five dollars a month. I will also say five dollars a month. In- no, but it adds up. Be- it does. No, I it mean, does. Because the point everyone's making is, well, I have, I have a Netflix uh, account, I have a Hulu account, I have an Amazon Prime, uh, I have HBO, I've got whatever the fuck else. I'm gonna pay another five bucks a month. God damn it! And you know, there's a point to that, but I think what everyone keeps forgetting is, you can cancel. The subscriptions when you're not using them. Well, it's like uh, we, we said. No the, one cancels subscriptions, though. Because yeah. people are stupid. Um, What was I going to say? Uh, it's That's what piecemeal cable is. A la carte. A la carte. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, this is what that looks well, like. Well, and that's what it's. People have complained for years that I pay for, uh, you know, I pay a hundred bucks a month for cable and I get all, like 200 channels, but only three of them have any good content. Yeah, chances are one of those channels that you really do like was in one of the higher tier packages. And, you know, yes, you, it, it was, <laughs> I mean, there were so many problems with cable, but it, it is actually kind of a, in a funny way, it is kind of socialistic because, you know, your fees cover, you know, even the little channels that not many people do watch. But, um, you know, people have said, all this time, I want a la carte. I want to be able to just pay for the channels that I watch. And guess what? You got it now. That's kind of what it is, right? You know? No, and I think we cut the cord, what, a year ago-ish now? Maybe a little longer. Yeah, and I don't really miss it at all. Nope. You know, there's certain stuff that if I want to watch Raw or something, you got to get a little creative in how you, you go about watching, but... It's it's kind of been fine. Yep. Live sports is really the only problem. Yeah, that is the only frustrating thing. But that's pretty much it. And, you know, it, there's... I think there's an argument that by moving to a subscription model, 
they're going to well, lose a lot of viewers. But uh, you know, if if they're, if it's not sustainable on YouTube, well, you well, can't I, just keep doing it because it's not right. sustainable. It'd be interesting to see how much because they're still going to have advertisers on their own site. Um, I'm sure to some degree. WWE does. Yeah, you know, maybe not the same level as what you would get on no, YouTube. No, right, but... right, right. But it'll be like with Hulu when they were like, "Oh, well, when you pay, you won't have any, you won't have any ads," and then that changed. But you know, even if there are ads, it's like if if it's not sustainable now. You, they had to do something different. Right. I mean, they, it, and that's the thing you got to understand. Whether or not you you think they're going to be successful in the new one, that's the two different things. Is one is it's not working now. If if they go over to, they're going over to this model. If people don't subscribe, if it's not sustainable, they'll probably just cancel it because it's not a sustainable business. Right. And that's the thing. A lot of these content providers, you got to remember these content providers are especially these big ones they're businesses Mm -hmm. you know they're not some guy sitting in his basement streaming Fortnite. you know oh that guy's making that guy's making that's the business that guy's making money right but again it comes down to those guys don't treat it like a business and don't make the hard decision once the stream starts to cut you know that's where a lot of them get in trouble or they're overly dependent on youtube um when they created this Twitch Prime thing mm-hmm. and allowed you to get it by having Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and they linked the two together, and every month you get that free Twitch subscription that you can give, mm-hmm. that's why all these people started making insane money on Twitch. Because you have hundreds of thousands of people who are subscribed to Amazon Prime who maybe wouldn't have paid $5 to subscribe to someone but since they're going to get the five dollars, they're getting the subscription for free anyway. They go and throw it at the guy. They'd be willing to throw and it. And that's like this ninja guy. Like he was always like big, but now with Amazon Prime and Twitch Prime linked together, he's making insane money. I mean, like literally in one month, he's going to make more than most people make in a year. Hey, and hopefully he's smart with it. Yeah, hopefully he saves it exactly. because again, it's a one-way contract. And once, one it's once twi- I knew we would get here. And once Twitch and Amazon that train's never late. But you know, it's like no, you have a point. Yes, you, you know, once they change their mind and they're like, oh wait, we don't like your content, or you said something we don't like. You know, well, I think when when we've had this conversation several times, but you're on somebody else's platform, so right. yeah, you got to abide by their rules, right? So, but you can't be dropping hard C's and hard N's, right? But, you know, that does kind of speak to the point of why providers like Motor Trend are also getting away from YouTube. It's not just that they're not making as much money as they want. Um, it's they're, a lot of the reason they're not making the money they want is because they don't have the control of the ecosystem. You know, they can't just decide we're going to charge X amount for ads. Mm-hmm. You know, it's whatever Google's algorithm figures out. That's right. how much you get. Um, well, and that's changed so much over the course of the last year that yeah. it's... And you don't you don't know what you're going to accidentally say that might trigger uh, a ban or, uh, you know, a content... Um, strike. Strike. Stuff Copyright like that. Strike. So, 
Uh, I think it's interesting. I think you'll see more providers go. The big ones go that way. And I would be perfectly happy if, you know, YouTube just got was left to just stupid home videos again. Well, and I need somewhere to watch my anime openings while I'm at work. Think about it. If Red Letter Media mm-hmm. went behind a paywall on their own site, would you buy pay the subscription fee? But how many people would is the question. Considering they make $22,000 a month on Patreon, I'm guessing a fair amount. Well, then they're already essentially getting paid for it twice. Yeah, but what if they say, what if, you know, they get to a point where they're like. Well, you might give the, they, I think they may upload the videos on Patreon before they load them. I mean, I don't know this. I haven't been to their Patreon, but they, I know. A well, lot I mean, of, well, they have some restricted content on Patreon. Right, a lot of creators do that, you know, but you, they've got their main shows are all on YouTube. I also think it's different with something like that because people see it as I'm supporting the little guy mm-hmm. with something like motor trend. People might be like, I'm already subscribing to your magazine and now I'm going to have to subscribe to something else. I do think it, I did think at some point they're probably the magazine subscription. I you feel should like get it. You should get the video. Yeah. And I think they'll probably have to make that concession. And only so many people can get away with having Patreons or charging extra for content. For me, it is the, the littler guys. Like, that's how I feel with the We Hate yeah. Movies people. They're just, you know. If dudes with jobs and they're like, we well, want to do more like traveling so we could do more. Well, and think it, about really, it this what way. What it all boils down to is I like your content and I think it's worth my money. Well, and here's the thing. You've only got a finite amount of time to consume content. Yes. So, you know, if uh, unless if unless, somehow you've invented a time machine and you can go back and consume all the content. There's only a limited number of things you could be spending your money you know, on. See, if I have a time machine, I'm going back and I'm inducing a heart attack in Vince McMahon. You only have a finite amount of time to consume content, Bob says, as he watches a full season of The Challenge in half a day. <laughs> I, I didn't say I didn't learn how to bend space and time. <laughs> but I think if if you consume content and you enjoy it, and they put it behind a paywall. Um, you know, don't whine and bitch online. But also argue if it's something that there has to be... Take Red Letter Media again as an example. They have sets. They have, like, special effects. They have, like... There's right. production value behind their shit. Mm-hmm. It's not just, like, us setting up a camera on, like, our phone and sitting on the couch and bitching for... Right. You know, you know, there's actual, like, they have a studio. They have, like... Well, and they continue to do it because they're financially viable. Right. You know, it if... And a lot of a lot of people who are YouTubers, they spend tons of time and money on editing and all sorts of other crap. Um, these, these content creators are investing in their product. And you got to remember, it is a product. These aren't your friends. You got to bet on you, Bob. Do. Well... I think what's happening is YouTube was kind of the place for all video. Mm -hmm. And what's kind of going on now is more sites are popping up over time that are specialized. Daily motion. Well, daily motion is still essentially everything. No. Yeah. The dog's like destroying upstairs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not getting enough attention. Nope. But 
I've been petting him for like an hour, by the way. It He's been getting matter. it. He's doesn't doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's not getting attention from the one he craves it from. <laughs> so, but you know, you have sites like Twitch propping up that are essentially YouTube for video games with live streaming. But you can go back and watch. You know, if you want to, if you miss somebody's stream and you want to go watch somebody's stream, you can go. You can go watch it. Their video on demand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to go in there and you want to watch some chick body paint herself that's on twitch if you want to watch some how dude, dare she i know she's I know. taking away views from the gamers <laughs> that bitch <laughs> that hard c word that whore jesus christ sorry there is a girl who does that by the way on twitch who's really good good for her man chase that um, paper yeah Sorry. But you know, if you if you want to watch somebody just go walk around town on Twitch, you can do that. So there's you know there's kind of specialized sites popping mm-hmm. up for certain things, but you also have to have an audience to sustain that website, or Amazon has to buy you, or it's just this isn't your full time gig, you know? Right? Because I'm definitely not convinced Twitch is making money. Probably not. <laughs> well. None of these tech companies are making money. Never mind. Twitch is probably actually making money because they get half of every subscription. And they get it if you buy the bits, which are like the donation thing. Mm. You're, oh, is they that get a what cut that is? That. Okay, I always wondered what that was. Yeah, so they, they started the bits because, you know, streamers could take donations through PayPal. But if you take stuff through PayPal, then you're, you know, you could be subject to chargebacks and that whole right. issue. Right. With the bits, the streamers are protected because... If you buy like ten dollars, it's not. If you buy ten dollars of bits, it's not ten dollars. It's a little bit more mm-hmm. because that's Twitch's cut. But then if you donate, that money's guaranteed. Hmm. You know, like I read something a few months ago. Someone had found a way to like game the bits system and donated a bunch of fraudulent bits. Oh yeah. But Twitch is. They were like, no, we're gonna give the. You know, the streamers are gonna keep that money and we'll just take the hit because it was our fault. Hmm. But. There is something funny. So you can go on Twitch and you can watch ads voluntarily every once in a while for like a very small amount of bits. So like 100 bits is $1. Mm-hmm. And the ad can give you anywhere from 10 to 100 bits per 30 second ad, which of course no one is actually watching. But I did think it was funny. I saw one of them was like a commercial for like a Chrysler or something. And I just thought to myself... So you think the guy who's sitting here watching bits for ads is going to buy a Chrysler? <laughs> well, he can't afford a good car. He can't afford $10 to donate. <laughs> well, no, he could just be using Bob Logic where he's willing to spend, you know, $50,000 on a 2018 Jeep Rubicon Unlimited with the half doors and the soft top, but he doesn't want to spend $3 on a delivery fee plus a $3 tip, which also increases the total subtotal. It increases your taxes. It really just spins out of control, Alex. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have anything else, guys? Uh, guys and girls? Uh, it, I think that actually you can say guys. It's okay. We we have guys and gals. That does actually uh, segue a little bit into uh, one last thing I saw late today, um, and I'm breaking my own rules here. But um, how are you breaking your own rule? 
because we're we've we've gone long uh, as we always there do. There is no long or short. It goes as long as I want it to. I don't but understand. <laughs> I don't understand what's so confusing about this. So I do want to say though that one time he did he was like oh he was legitimately upset. legitimately mad that we went for like two and a half hours. You should have saw him the first game of bowling last night, Erica. He was ravenous. He was so hungry. That he bowled amazing because he wanted to get food faster. <laughs> we figured we figured it out that I bowl better when I'm hungry. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this is actually but, true. But it, and this is why I'm going to start calorie counting because what happened last night was I was really good that first game, but then I crashed, so I was too hungry. And by the second game, it you know it messed it with over. my psyche. So I'm gonna I need to start calorie counting so I can figure out you know get to my perfect level of hungry to get me through three games of bowling. This is the saddest thing I've ever heard before, and I like know people who like write fan fiction. <laughs> You're talking about yourself. Yes. <laughs> so, Erica, Bob wants to know: Will you please do some sort of mixed bowling league with him? No. Okay, I tried. I mean, just for the record, I tried. I want to talk about something else, but... Okay, go ahead. Um, So I saw pretty late today, I guess Spielberg... Here we go. D- <laughs> Here's does, another 45-minute conversation. Does not feel... Fe- I think it kind of ties into the last conversation a little bit. Does not feel that Netflix movies... Uh, should be considered for Oscars. So you think he doesn't... He didn't like What was his much? reasoning... I think his reasoning is that it, they're not on big screens. Who cares? I don't. Yeah, I don't care either. I mean, he's kind of just an old, not You're very old good anymore guy. filmmaker. The, the, just be quiet. The theater, to me, feels like something that is still viable for very big films like Avengers Affinity War or so, Black Panther. Disney movies? And yeah, essentially. Anything that's like huge budget... Big action film, maybe huge, some huge kid films. But in general, most movies are probably not doing that great at the theaters. You well, know? and the other thing is, like, I was just thinking, like, oh, well, what was a movie that was in a Disney movie that I would have been like, oh, no, I'm happy I saw that on the big screen. And Mad Max Fury Road came to mind because, of course, it did. But, I mean, if you have a good TV, we've got the surround sound and I don't have to deal with people. Right. It's kind of great. That's the thing is you used to go to the theater because you had some trash ass 480i TV that was like 30 inches and you could barely see it and it was get a terrible signal. Your VHS tape was a pile of shit. Would have tracking tracking lines all over the place. You had to go to the theater. But and also before, I mean, you still had assholes, but it's not nearly as bad as it is now. People were quiet. You know, and it's this thing now where, like, you know, theaters know they're losing market to people who are just perfectly content to stay home and, you know, wait for the movie to come out. Well, and if we had the option to, like, get something opening weekend for, like, $20, $30, I would totally rather do that. Yeah, I would. Just sit at home. It, you know, I, I think I'd probably want to wait until the price came down. But if it was something big, yeah, maybe, whatever. But... Because, I mean, let's face it, I, I mean, we don't go to, you know, to, to your theater where because it's inconvenient. I tried to get him to go there once, Alex. I was like, here's the Groupon. Let's go see Black Panther. 
Shotgun. Well, you would have saved like ten dollars, but then he would have had to drove like three minutes farther. You would have wasted like that is. fifty cents worth of gas. Yeah, so, so the math just didn't <laughs> work out. Yeah, no. It's Bob Logic. You know, if hashtag Bob Logic. I've did the math, and the numbers just don't lie. <laughs> but okay, so excluding the fact that you can find cheaper movie tickets, um, just one second, one second. What was that Scott Steiner promo about Samoa Joe? Do you remember that one? Which one? No, the one where he was calling him fat and the numbers don't lie and he was doing all oh, the he, random he math like, that made no sense the 76% at all. and the... Yeah, no, I remember that promo. I have a 33... That means I have a 33 and one-third chance of losing. And the interviewer is just standing there like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, That was about, one of bro? the greatest promos I've ever heard in He's my life. He's one of the greatest ranters of all time. <laughs> <laughs> this stream of consciousness no. is unmatched. Are you are you comparing me to Scott Steiner? I wish I looked like Scott Steiner in his prime. No, I'm talking about before the steroids. Oh, okay. So like yeah. when he was with him and his brother in the tag team. Yeah, okay. I they can were see that. huge, but like naturally jacked. Not gross, right? Yeah, not like big when he was Papa big Papa Pump. Pump. It was disgusting. <laughs> Coming like, out ugh. with who did he come out with when he was a big Papa Pump? Chainmail. <laughs> No, no, no! I mean the girls. Did he take Gorgeous George from the Macho Man? He may have for a while. I don't remember. That happened a lot with. I wasn't like that. I don't remember that much about WCW because there was so much bad stuff. So Bob, go ahead. Talk about theaters. Okay, so uh, just tickets alone for two people, you're looking at at least twenty dollars. Popcorn and soda. When you won't go to the place I told you to. That's sure. what he's. That's what he was implying. Yes. Popcorn and soda. Which, to be Another fair, 15. we don't have to buy. But I'm going to the movie theater. You're gonna buy. I'm getting it. Fucking you gotta. Popcorn. You're gonna have something. soda. Two two sodas and a popcorn's probably another twenty bucks. Uh, you know, so you're at forty bucks already. Then you know, got and, and that's if you don't buy anything else. Which you know, if you have kids, I mean, add another fifty bucks just because. Because um, they charge you <laughs> as you walk in the door. Um, it, you, and you sit down, and there's just, everyone is so inconsiderate. And I'm get, I'm really over the whole dine-in delivery thing. I'm just, just, well, it didn't the, used to be like that at the AMC. And there's a no. few that theaters in there that still aren't. Yeah. But, yeah, because you've got people walking around, like, delivering the order. And now and they'll shit. take your order at the seat. They didn't used to do that. Yeah. Used to have It used to be they'd just drop it off. Right. And that was annoying, but it was fine. Now, they're like, oh, yeah, what do you want? And I was like, fuck it, just do that somewhere the fuck else. I'm trying Get- to admire the yellow straps. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so over the theater experience. I'm so well, over people. Well, and then you've got, like, the fucking, like, jacket. Oh, we haven't seen a good trailer yet. No, oh, movies are terrible. Why did I even come? You got, like, fucking, like. Fat nerd sitting next to you shitting all over everything. Mm-hmm. You've got the teenagers in the next seat with the phones out the whole time, not paying any attention and just carrying on a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I Erica's mean, like, get off, the, get off my lawn, get off you my damn lawn. kids. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what it is. I'll own that shit. No, I, you know, the Here's way- the thing. If it's a shitty horror movie or a shitty movie that the theater kind of agrees is bad, f- open season. Go the, right, right the fuck ahead and rip the shit out of it. One of the best movie-going experiences I ever had was seeing the fucking 
uh, the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre in some shitty theater up by uh, my college. And the entire theater was like, this is garbage, so we're just going to rip on it the entire time. And it was amazing. Was that the one that uh, Alexandra Daddario was in? Maybe. The girl from True uh, True Detective and she was in the Baywatch movie. I haven't seen that. I have no idea. It was bad, I can't though. believe you guys didn't see the Baywatch movie. That just seems right up your alley. I you wanted to. I, I did up... want to, but, you know, everything I heard was that... Bob, you dragged me to Jumanji. And, <laughs> and Jumanji was great. Baywatch people movie. liked Jumanji. Yeah, those just people you, were wrong. But everybody seemed to hate Baywatch. Uh, what, was, what did we go see that everyone was on point with shit, or that we, like, were guffawing? In the middle, was it Alien Covenant? No, I think we were just mad during Alien Covenant. <laughs> um, I was laughing through the fifth Transformers movie. You were like considering divorce. Um, what'd that have to do with the movie? Nothing. Okay. Ah, uh, fuck! I don't know. I've, I can't remember. What I can't it was. remember either. But yeah. So- the whole the whole experience of people coming to the seat and delivering food and taking orders it really doesn't bother me because I don't know what happens at the AMC but where I go at the Studio Movie Grill most of the ordering or really ninety nine percent of the ordering takes place like either before the trailers start or during the trailers and by the time the movie is running no one's taking orders anymore they're just delivering food Erica I think I figured it out. Hmm. Alex, on the side, has gotten a sponsorship from Studio Movie Grill. I wish. And he's cutting us out. I absolutely wish that was true. (laughs) I would cut you out in a heartbeat. We had a conversation when we first started doing these where it was like, no one is ever going to want to advertise on any of our podcasts, just to be real. But... If they were, we were like, oh, no, in an instant. Well, we'll shill. Of course of we'll course, yeah. Of course. Where are you, hi? If you're listening to this podcast and you would like to uh, inquire about sponsorship opportunities. Was it Justice League? We had a good time at Justice League. Because we knew Justice it was bad. Justice League was okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it, was, wasn't, it was fine. It wasn't bad. It wasn't Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice. No, that was horrible. That was the drizzling that, shits from start that to finish. That I legitimately did want to walk out of. That was so bad. We were but, looking at our phones five minutes did, into that what, shit. What was very interesting, I mean, this just came out because uh, Justice League finally uh, has come out of theaters. Justice League made less money domestically in its entire theatrical run than Black Panther made in one weekend. Well, Justice League was the worst DC movie yet in terms of money. Yep. Because but, people are like... Well, because they're all beat down from all the bad movies. Right. Because right. pe- people people didn't go... Not, people didn't stay home for Justice League because they thought... They specifically thought something was wrong with Justice League. They stayed home from Justice League because of the films that have come Batman before. Batman v yeah, Superman, Colin Dawn of Justice, been, and Suicide Squad were garbage. Yeah, you were really beat down by those two. And, and Wonder Woman was I, kind of a, an anomaly because, it, I mean, Suicide Squad wasn't directed by Zack Snyder either, but it was something quote-unquote different. Well, and having just seen Black Panther, one of the things I'll say is when I walked out of Wonder Woman... 
I was like, that was good, but I'm definitely not looking forward to a Justice League movie. It doesn't make me want a Justice League movie just because Wonder Woman was good. No. And it also like kind of fell off the rails at the end. That didn't help either. When I walked out of Black Panther, I was like, I am ready for Infinity War now. Like, I wasn't even that, like, hyped up for Infinity War. But now I'm like, let's go You want to see Infinity more of Black War. Panther. Well, not just that. Just, like, but I'm got, just, like, into the whole thing. Right. Well, and, you know, I, I still think that movie is going to be a bit of a clusterfuck, but I'm looking forward to it. Well, there's right. only 95 heroes in it. <laughs> And well, they're all doing the J-O-B to Thanos. That's the thing. I mean, aside from maybe Thor the Dark World, um, you know, all of the Marvel movies are fun. You never, you're never, you never angry you went to see them. Not all of them are great. No, you are. You're always like, oh, okay. Yeah, this was a fun time to the movies. The first Thor wasn't particularly good either. It wasn't really till Thor Ragnarok where it seemed like they finally like figured that character. Yeah, but they out. embraced space weirdness. The Dark World was rough. Yeah, oh, the dark world. <laughs> no, the dark world is certainly the worst one. But even the first Thor was like, this is just okay. It was fine. Yeah, pretty forgettable. Um, but no, I think it was after Guardians that I was like, oh, oh, people will watch space weirdness. Let's do space weirdness. Okay, let's do this. Now I give wish, me my fucking Green Lantern Corps movie. I, God I, damn it! I really do wish WWE would would figure out that. You know, people watch Chikara and people like weird shit and you, you can run with it. I, I want some weird shit, man. So I'm all about it. I saw the Deadpool 2 trailer the other day. <laughs> and I have to tell you, I'm a little worried. I, I can see where you're coming from that. I think they have no hope of living up to the first movie. And you don't even necessarily need to, but you need to get like in the same galaxy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know that that's going to happen. That trailer was concerning. I don't know about that. I wasn't concerned after I watched it. No, I, you know, I, I'm almost wondering if they're holding back a little more this time. Well, they gave you everything in the first. Right. The first that w- and that was a big trailer. complaint was that, you know, oh, every, too much of the, too many of the jokes were in the trailers. Well, and I want to say one of the guys who directed John Wick is directing, Right. I think so, yeah. So I'm, I, I'm fine. Yeah, I have, I, I have no worry about it. I think it. Ryan Reynolds has a really good beat on the character, and I think he was still pretty involved. So mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not too worried. I enjoyed the trailer. Mm-hmm. And but, I'm expecting Thanos jokes about Josh Brolin. I'll be mad if there aren't any. Is the Fox deal done? Did Disney actually get Fox yet, or is it still in the works? I don't know if that's approved yet. Yeah, I don't the, know. By the government. Well. Well, it's going to get rubber stamped. Okay, let's right. be real like about that. it. It's, it's Fox. Rupert it's will call his buddy. Hey, Trump. Um, remember all that money I gave you? Do you remember who was the uh, biggest investor in the Trump campaign, Erica? He would say him, right? Trump. It was the Mercers, though, wasn't it? No, not directly. It was Vince McMahon. Oh, well, you know, you had to buy Linda that seat on the government somehow. She wasn't going to get elected to it. He was tired of wasting money on elections. <laughs> He's like, let's go right to the source. I'll get you a four-year job right now. Gross. Um, Can we pick one of the spots you're not going to fire people from, Donald? Just, just tuck her in somewhere that she's very ill-suited for, but just tuck her in there Small somewhere. business what does she owner. Do? Small business. Okay. Small business owner, Linda McMahon. Yep. 
Small business. Small. Um, He's very big. Douchebag. Uh, but no, no, I'm still looking forward to Deadpool. Hmm. I at least, and at least with with Deadpool, even if I, I, you know, I didn't feel the way you felt about the trailer. But even if I saw a trailer that I felt that I wasn't crazy about. There's enough goodwill from the first movie that I'm going to give it the benefit of the I'm doubt. I'm going to go either way. Right? You know? Oh, sure. I'm going to see it. But my longstanding theory on trailers is for the past like five years at least, if not longer, every studio seems to want to pack as much into the trailer as possible. And when you see a bad trailer, it's like, okay, I'm not that thrilled about the movie now because jurassic world the fallen kingdom (laughs) you know that shit gets funnier every time i see it or when you see a comedy that doesn't have any jokes in the trailer or good jokes and you're like oh that's not for me you see adam sandler anywhere near it did a lot of the stuff in the trailer just not land for you Alex? it was like okay yeah it wasn't landing big like the first movie the first movie's trailers um I haven't seen anything with Adam Sandler recently. I wonder if he finally, they were like, we did that okay, Netflix we've made movie. enough bad movies. Maybe the Sony deal finally ran out. What's <laughs> all those? Remember when all the emails came out from the Sony stuff? Uh, whoops. <laughs> Thank you, Sony, Sony, for fucking up. That's how we got Spider-Man back. How did Sony, how is all of Sony's properties get hacked? Did they hire the same security firm that was protecting Equifax? Yes. Okay. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed this extended episode of Subtle Interference. (laughs) Bob's furious and ravenous. And I only have one more thing to say. Bob the dog, hug me. (laughs) Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production.